Wrestling is trash. Wrestling is trash. Ma'am, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 142 of Wrestling is Trash, the nonsensical podcast where we opine about the sports of professional wrestling, past, present, and possibly the future. Of course, we are here on Trash Tuesday. The Trash Boys are here in full effect for you to talk about a whole gang of shit for you today. We got all kinds of things to talk about today. And as you can see, it's not Solo Lukoa in the house. We are, the Trash Boys are back in formation. Everything is... Lovely. You hear the birds chirping. The sun is out. Everything's come back to normal as the Trash Boys have reformed. So I, of course, am Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, Eater of Tacos, Dominican Lou, uh, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. And joining me, of course, is the man who needs no introduction, but will introduce himself. What up, everyone? It's Nikki Anacelli. I saw Lou put the taco aside to give myself some love for my Italian heritage. Yeah, we're, we're being pasta. mad. Uh, not racist. What's the word? Um, what's the word when you're being like, uh, it's not racist. It's, um, it's I can't. I completely interrupt. Stereotypical you. kind of, I guess. Yeah, we're, we're being mad stereotypical, stereotypical right now. Yeah, tacos our, and uh, heritage. But uh, yeah, doing good. Glad to be here. Um. It's just crazy, man. The past, like, two, three shows we've been doing, it seems like everything's been chill going into the week in my head. I'm like, damn, I don't even know what we're going to talk about, blah, blah, blah. And then that Sunday night, Monday, shit hits the fan. And now we got lots to indulge before we hit you guys with a special treat of us doing a little mock draft, which we'll get into the details of that after because there's so much to cover before. But, Lou, I'm glad to hear you're doing good. And, uh... I think to start it off, man, you got to let everyone know about what you're going to be doing probably in about 24 hours from now. Yeah, man. Um, tomorrow, guys, I will be live at AEW Dynamite and Rampage. And it's funny because um, so I had all these plans of all these things that I said I was going to do. And I, I bought an outfit that I was going to wear. Now I don't think I'm going to wear that. Uh, I was going to have all these signs made and shit. And then I wanted to put my money used to other stuff this week. So I ended up not doing it because I know a lot of people go there with signs and they just basically get a whiteboard and a fucking Sharpie and they write shit and hold it up. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to get like print out cutouts and shit and put them on and have elaborate signage. But when I thought about it, I was like, man, I got to go to there. I want to go to the meet and greet. And then I'm going to be fucking walking around with all these signs all day. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to carry all this shit with me. So I was like, fuck it. So I'm just going to go there, raw dog it, just like I go to the Impact shows. And I'm going to try my best to just go there and have fun. Because I feel like when I go to these shows, I'm so concerned about getting, like, the perfect video and social media picture and Instagram post and all this other bullshit that I'm like fumbling around with my phone and I'm not like actually enjoying the wrestling. So I have really good seats. Like Mm -hmm. when 
these tickets Very went on good. sale. When these tickets went on sale, I was like, I waited literally. They went on sale at eleven. It was like ten fifty eight, and I was like waiting for the shit to open with the pre. I had pre sale access because I guess I guess when you buy shit on um when you buy shit on AEW.com and you sign up, they'll when they tickets are on sale in your area, they'll send you like a pre sale a code yeah. free just so you can get tickets early. So I am sitting. Let's see if I can pull this up really quick and not spend too much time on this. Um, my happy ass is sitting in section one, row D, seat number 10, okay? So I know, you know, that probably doesn't mean much, but I'm literally like, so the ring, let's say my this is the ring, like northeast, you know, whatever. I'm like right here. Like Good literally seats. section one and then Sorry, I can't do that on your Listen, I ain't Damn it, Siri. It's always something, bro. It's either it's either the fucking echo show or the phone, bro. One of the things has to uh. say something. But I'm literally sitting like right there by the ring. So I'm not sure if it's <clears throat> I think it's on the entrance side. So I'm kinda gonna be sitting similar to where I was sitting for um uh impact, where I was kinda like on the side by the entrance gate on the left side. So We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah. I'm super excited because, bro, who was the dude that I, besides, I, obviously, like, Will Ospreay, like, who is the dude that I said, besides Eddie Kingston also? Uh, I fan, I fangirl over these dudes. Pause. Um, who is the dude who I just fucking been singing the praises of last year? Bandito. Yep. And now he's fighting he for the just title. happened to get his fucking visa situation fixed. And now he's going to be on Dynamite this week, bro. So I'm, like, super stoked. I'm hoping and praying that Elijo de Vikingo is going to be somewhere in here. Um, I don't think that they're doing a, um, a Ring of Honor taping because they already announced the Ring of Honor show for this week. Uh, so I don't think that they're doing a taping here because for the most part they do those in Orlando but they have done shows at some of these dynamites mm-hmm. um, the one Carl went to I believe did yeah yeah so they do so they do do a couple of them at the, the dynamite shows but I don't think I'm going to get one here I think it's just going to be maybe Dark Elevation Rampage and Dynamite which is fine I'm plenty gonna, of yeah it's going to be plenty of fucking wrestling bro and plus I'm going to get there like at 4 because the meet and greets usually like at 4.30 so bro I'm going to be in that building fucking all day so luckily, it's about five minutes from my house. Five yeah. minutes, five minutes from my house, guys. So I'm super excited. I get out of work tomorrow at eleven, and I'll come here. I'll probably take a nap. I'm most likely I'm gonna take a nap. I'll shave and I'll get my stuff ready, and then I'll probably head out. I yeah, get so, dirty so. and just kind of hang out over there. I'm happy you said the um, like the the phone thing because. That's one thing I noticed I was getting bad at. So now when I go to shows, my thing is I'll record entrances. But like I'll be standing because that's what everyone obviously does. And I'll have the phone like so I can see it. But like I'm still watching them. So I can still kind of see it in real life, then go back. And like when it comes to matches, the only time I record personally now is if there's like a big spot. Like I have a video on my phone. Um from when I went to Dynamite was the last show I went to when it was the trios for the trios tag titles in the ladder match. Um, 
forgot what the big spot was off the ladder, but I had that like recorded on my phone. And yeah, it's all about, I hate saying this because it does sound mad corny, but like living in the moment kind of thing is a real yeah, thing. Man. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? And it's funny because in most of my videos, I've gone to a lot of shows with Rob and uh, his voice is always in the background of mine. Like he has a really cool video. So whenever he watches this spot, that's in the group text. We went to Battleground together in 2015, and uh, he was getting all ant when Brock Lesnar was coming to the ring. Because he's like, ah, oh, here comes the pyro. <laughs> and then he jumped, and I think he still had it, but he made, like, a really cool slow-mo video of him jumping up. And you know how he grabs the ropes and the pyro does go yeah. up? Yeah, so that was really cool. And then at SummerSlam, when we went, uh, cause I said there was, I was over the Goldberg thing, like everyone else, but I was amped to see him live. Like I'd be lying. The childhood in me would be lying if I said I was in. So I was recording his entrance and Rob's like, boo, I'm going to ruin your video. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Just being That's Rob. Funny. So it made you look like, damn, you got to kind of live in the moment with these shows. Yeah, man. I mean, they haven't, usually they announce more, but for right now, it's Dax Hardwood versus Dax Harwood versus Jeff Jarrett. Uh, we're going to hear from Adam Cole. Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen, which I would assume that's the main event. Uh, yeah. Butcher and the Blade versus Kenny Omega and Kanosuke Takeshita. Jade Cargill versus Taya Valkyrie, which I'm expecting a title change. Um, That'd be crazy if you see that. We're going to hear from Wardlow. And Orange Cassidy versus Bandito for the All-Atlantic Championship, which I'm also expecting... A title change. So now, doesn't Tony? Isn't Tony making some announcement tomorrow? And also, Tony Khan has a very important announcement. <laughs> God, did you see? Did you before we move on? Did you see on Twitter? It's like, nah, fuck WWE versus AEW rivalry. This is the real rivalry. <laughs> it's yeah. like we have an announcement from Triple H. We have an announcement from Tony Khan. <laughs> yeah, it's at least I'll give Triple H props, and it, and we're gonna just jump into that anyways. I, at least we'll give Triple H props because, like I told you last night, we were texting, and I was like, "I'm not watching Raw. I have better things to. I have better things to spend my three hours on, because you could just watch the Hulu, the Hulu replay, which is like an hour and a half, and they cut all the bullshit out, and they give you all the important stuff. That's so, what I watch out here, and it's yes. so much better, dude. Yeah, I get off of work, I shower and I bullshit. chill, and I watch it. It's so Hell much yeah. more enjoyable. Yeah, either that, or I'll end up listening to. Um, this YouTube show, which I'm not going to mention because we don't get sponsorship. Uh, it's all about us. That's it. You ain't watching nobody else. But I watched this. I listen to this as, as I'm at work the next day. I'll listen to this YouTube recap show. And this guy literally goes over every single match and every segment, like from beginning to end. And I, it's like you watch the show. So yeah. like I said, last night, I was like, I'm not watching Raw, bro. I, I got, I got to work on the show. There was nothing in the notes. I was like, let me work on this show because I had the idea in my head for the draft. Um, and then, I, then of course, on Twitter, I see Triple H has a, what did it say? Uh, important in, uh, important announcement that will rock the foundations of WWE to its core. I'm like, God damn, bro. Can you can you be more dramatic, dog? Like, that's a, I was like, okay, I guess I should probably watch this show then. Because that sounds yeah. kind of important. Let me see what bullshit, you know. And I thought it was going to be some bullshit, you know. And honestly, we've been talking about, uh, we've talked about on this show before, like, 
how they're going to separate the belts and, you know, what should they do and this and that. And I wasn't even thinking of anything regarding the belts, bro. So it caught me by surprise. It honestly did. Um, again, for people who, beautiful bitch. For people who might not know uh, what we're talking about here, WWE and Triple H have announced and revealed a brand new WWE World Heavyweight title that will be challenged for at Night of Champions. So um, Triple H came out, and I don't have the exact, you know, replay of everything that he said. But he came out and he basically uh, praised Roman Reigns and talked about his historic run. He's coming up on a thousand days. He's beaten everybody. He smashed everybody. Um, and, uh, you know, he started talking about the draft and Roman Reigns is going to get drafted wherever he gets drafted. That's where he's Which going is gonna to be SmackDown. Stay. Yeah, he's going to stay on SmackDown. You know, Fox is going to want him there. Yeah. Um, and that's where Cody's going to probably end up going to. Um, so he said he, wherever he goes, that's where he's going to stay with both of those belts. And as far as the new show, we will have a new champion. Uh, then he debuted the belt, which is, I would have put a picture, but you know how that works on this show sometimes. So I'll just, I'll just do this. A mustache man. Um, he showed us we're getting really good at that, by the way. We're getting yeah, very we know. Good we already know. We already know the bam. Just hit the side. Yeah, um, we know it. Yeah, he debuted the belt, which I think we're both in agreement. I love the belt. I want to actually Rob see it. it. I know Rob. Shout out to the father of this podcast, Random Rob. Already bought the belt, <laughs> so I can't wait for him to do a little photo shoot with it because I want to actually because you know you saw it on TV. And then WWE tweeted out a picture of it, but I, I want to see like, I want to see it like opened up and the side plates and the size of it and all that shit. Like, I want to actually examine it because I think it looks awesome. But you know, there's a lot of people out there who seem to be hating because it has the big W logo in the middle. But dude, I'm telling you, I think that shit looks dope. I'm really a big fan of it. Dude, branding's just a thing now. You have yeah. to brand your company where you can. You know what I mean? And it's like a lot of people hate on the big W. I think color, like the color of the belt's a big thing. Perfect example, like Roman's got both belts. The WWE Championship clearly looks way better than the Universal. The Universal's grown on me because we see it all the time. And maybe because of the legitimacy Roman kind of brought to it. But look, man, everyone wins. Like when the, the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. Ten seconds after the first picture, I think the Kansas City Chiefs posted of Patrick Mahomes had the huge big W belt. Yeah, I, that that the big W's even AEW. I don't see them ever making like if they ever make another world title for some reason, that's gonna be right there. Like you, you yeah. need that there. You know what I mean? Just like when I remember in twenty twenty one when the Bucks won, they went to Milwaukee and Giannis came out. And he had the AEW belt here. Like, you're you're gonna do that. Like, that's just how this works. Um, (laughs) I guess I'll go on my rant here quick on my thoughts and everything. Um, So, I like to agree with Lou. And like I said, it's a very good-looking belt. Um, I assume it's gonna take a while for Rob to get because it's new. Like, I doubt they have thousands of these made. I would think that they probably have made some already if they put it in the store. Not, but 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 
But sometimes when new shit does drop, it does say on the bottom, like, it's, you're pre-ordering this. So. Yeah. Because the one time I know that happened to me, and uh, it's when Roman returned. I was one of them. When Roman returned in 2020, I bought that Wreck Everyone and Leave shirt, and it took, like, three weeks for it to ship out. But, um, so anyway, I do think it's a very cool concept, right? I just don't like the delivery of it because, like, we can all sit here and at this point say what we want about Roman and his reign, no pun intended. But, like, obviously the dude's fucking killed it. He has absolutely killed it. But, like, what would have been so hard... And I get it, it's probably because they still want him to be like a t- a champion. I get it. Because you could do you could have done the easy answer, right? This could have been so babyface. Cody won the title at Mania. But I kind of am intrigued now where they're going with Cody with this Brock thing. I'll admit it's got me a little bit. But anyway, <laughs> um Cody could have won. Cody could have had his belt. And then Cody as a babyface could have done this promo on Raw. I'm going to go out whatever show. Whatever show I don't go to needs to have a working champion. Here's this belt. Like, you could have done it like that. Or somehow got Roman, like, involved in it. Like, I get it. They did put themselves in a corner with this one. Like, they, they probably even know this. And I this is where I'll take a dag at Triple H. Just This isn't a you fixing a Vince thing. Because Vince been technically gone for almost a year now. You know what I mean? Like you I know you can't. I know you probably can't. But did you hear that beeping? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. So that beeping that I just heard was the FedEx truck hey. backing into my house, and that FedEx truck. Speaking of belts, is about to drop off the Everything Podcast slash Wrestling is Trash Heavyweight Title. Stand so, by for an opening, everyone. Hey, later on today there will be an unboxing video for that belt. So yep. it's here. It has arrived. That's awesome. In breaking news. But no, like I was saying, like, right. they could have gone whatever way. Um, but here's the big thing I take from this is this has the chance to be a legitimate title. And I think they're going to explain more about it leading up to Night of Champions. Um, but because here's the thing. So do you remember when they first did the draft split in like 2 and Brock was champ, and then they didn't have one. Then uh, Bischoff just gave Triple H the title. Yeah, I was younger then, so I don't know how the world reacted to that. Like, would do you remember? Was it like were a lot of people pissed about you that? Know, or you personally? I have a weird gap in my memory, um, from a lot of the two, like the early two thousands, like two thousand two, three, four, five, um. Yeah. I was like paying attention, but I wasn't really watching. Um, I didn't even have okay. cable at that time. I was like, I was in a different headspace back then. Yeah. Um, I was living with my ex girlfriend, and we were we were just not worried about like watching TV and shit. Um, but I honestly, I remember when I saw it, I was excited because I loved that belt. Yeah. Um, I loved seeing uh, Booker T with that belt when he won it finally at the end of the WCW run and then having that belt carry over to WWE, I thought it was cool. The thing is when that happened for the most part, it was cool because it was new. Like you were like, Holy shit, you're what? We're going to have separate shows. And what do you mean? And like, there's a champion there and a champion here. Like, Oh, that shit is kind of fly. Like 
You know what I mean? All that shit was new to us. And they, the way they brought it up was like, yo, they're going to be over there. And these guys are going to be over here. And there's no crossing over. So, which they stuck to that for a long time. They know. They were good with that from like 02 till, damn, dude, I want to say until like around 2012. Like they were good with that brand shit for like 10 years. But I guess getting back to what I was saying is then you get to like 2012. Like, perfect example, WrestleMania 28, right? The two title matches were Punk and Jericho, and then Brian and Sheamus. Sheamus beat Daniel Bryan in the opening match in 18 seconds at WrestleMania. Like, that's not how you treat the world heavyweight title. And then, like, even the little thing, like, then that 29, I don't remember the buildup. I just remember, like, you had for the world heavyweight title, you had Swagger and Del Rio. Like, you clear as day made it a A title and a B title. But to the right. point where it's, like, the B title, the World Heavyweight title, was, like, the second match on the show. And, like, yeah. so this is where them, Triple H, whatever you want to say, has to really do something with this. Because if not, it's on them, and they're going to go back to that. You know what I mean? Like, right. you have plenty of talent to make this a workhorse world title, right? Um, and I'll give my answer now, and then I want you to respond with yours. But I think Seth's the man that's got to be the first one with this belt, in my opinion. Okay. Especially after got to be last night. Yeah, I think it's got to be Seth because Cody, like you, I think is going to be the one to take it from Roman. Because I get it. It's like Roman goes to a show. He takes what he has with him, so we're going to bring this out. I get it, but it's like you still could have done that better, I definitely think. But I see what they were trying to do, but it definitely 100% could have been better. But, yeah. This is just on them to not make this a B title. Like this, in the beginning, has to main event shows. You have to have good storylines with it. You know what I mean? And I think they clearly have the talent to do it. You know what I mean? They have so much talent. Even when you do a draft, like they have so much talent. Um, but I saw, I was listening to a show yesterday. So I guess next I want your thoughts. I'm hitting you with a lot. I guess your thoughts. <laughs> Who do you think should be the champion? Get your shit then, in, Nick. You ain't been here with a whole yeah, week. Don't get your shit in. And then answer this question if you can first, since it's the fresh one. How would you feel if, like, someone random won this? So, like, I he's not random because I know we're big fans of him. But, like, say if somehow, like, a L.A. Knight won this. Or, or because, like, my two, yeah. my two answers. Yeah, my two answers are Seth Rollins or Bobby Lashley. In my opinion, who should be the first one. But, like, say... Uh, a Sheamus won it or like the scenario they used last night, right? Was like, what if somehow in this tournament, I'm assuming they do a tournament runs back and it's Ray and Dom and somehow Dominic wins this belt like, oh or an Austin Derry loses the U S title and becomes the world heavyweight champion. Like, right. whoa, how would you feel? And I say LA Knight cause we are fans of him, but like he, he is random. If he was to win this, it would be random. Right. Right. So, yeah. like, wow. like, how would you feel if they went that route with them okay. for some reason? All right. So, a lot to unpack there. The first thing I will yeah. say is that you funny. it's funny you asked me this question because last night I was watching Raw and the Street Profits came out. And I was like, oh, okay, who the hell are the Street Profits wrestling? And then they put up a graphic that it was Cedric and Shelton out fucking Benjamin. I was like, oh, shit, wow, Cedric Alexander and fucking Shelton Benjamin getting some TV burn. Cool. And a so different I actually stopped what I was doing, and I was like, I'm watching this match. 
And as I'm watching the match, I'm watching Shelton Benjamin, and I'm thinking to myself, damn, man, I really wish he would get a fucking run, bro. Even if it's just the U.S. title. Like, I really wish Shelton would get, like, a a good solo run. Hey, listen, I wouldn't be opposed to him. Maybe not winning this, you know, whatever they're going to do, if they're going to do, like, a long tournament or something. But I wouldn't be opposed to him getting to, like, the finals. Like, Mm -hmm. even if it's him, like, the match right before, you know, like the, let's say, the Eastern Conference Finals. And yeah. he's, it's either him or this other person, and whoever wins goes to the championship match. Like, I wouldn't even be opposed to that. Like, he um, does that and loses the set. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, something like that. I wouldn't be opposed to that. But it's like, come on, man. Sheldon Benjamin is, is – that dude is so talented, bro, and he's never gotten a fair shake in this company. Um, They put him in the Hurt business, and it was cool, and then they fucking just blew it up. So it's like – but anyway, it's funny that you mentioned that. So I'm going to go back a little bit and, again, love the belt. I think it's beautiful. No shit, I'm probably going to get one. <laughs> um, especially how Rob – by the way, Rob says it was a pre-order. So it's oh, definitely – yeah, it's it's a pre-order. So he has, it's not shipped out to him yet. Um, I love the belt. Again, I like the fact that it's literally – the WCW belt and the um, the black heavyweight title combined. I think that's dope. Um, now, in me saying that, I think the belt looks great, but this, the way they're implementing this sucks. It sucks. You're basically saying, and literally he said it last night. He's like, well, Roman's beating everybody. And none of you motherfuckers can beat him. So he's going to take his belts to his own show. And I got to make a belt for all you other motherfuckers because you guys need a belt. Because you all suck. And you can't beat Roman Reigns. Now. Sorry, it's funny as fuck when you say it like that. That's how it comes off. Yeah, I know, but it's so funny. Dog, because here's the thing. Like, they're going to have to tell Roman to make absolute sure that he does not down-talk that belt. Because if he goes out on SmackDown, and he's like, man, they had to make a belt just so that somebody else could get some burn in this company because nobody could beat the Tribal Chief. If he says some shit like that, it's fucking over for that belt. That belt basically goes under the Intercontinental title. As awesome he as that is, yes, I agree. If he does that shit, that belt's buried. It's fucking buried because it doesn't matter who wins it, who, what they do to get the belt. It's always going to be, yeah, but you, you didn't beat Roman for the belt. So you're not really the champion unless they, you know, they do this thing with Cody where Cody wins, he beats him, he takes the belts. And what I think he should do is make another new belt. Like, they should get another new belt. Or maybe he goes back to the, you know, the black belt with the WWE logo. Or I honestly think that he should have his own, not a Cody belt, but, like, some form of the Winged Eagle with the logo. Because they they have to be able to make some version of that classic belt that Dusty could never get. And still have their logo in there because the little, you know, 
the little logo on the top is it's not gonna work. It's not the branding. You gotta have the big W in there. So I would honestly like to see something like that where Cody takes the two belts and he goes, now we're gonna they're unified. I don't need to carry two belts. We've unified the belt. This is the belt now. And you go forward. Each person on each show has two belts. Because now it's confusing, bro. Now it's like, okay, so what's going to happen? So Roman, if Roman loses to Cody, Cody has both belts. And let's say Seth Rollins doesn't win that belt. They move him to SmackDown. He beats Cody for the Universal Championship. And now what? You got two guys on SmackDown who are both having a belt. Like, it's, I'm, I'm confused on that part. So... I feel like they need to unify those two belts into one, and now you're going to have one belt here, one belt there. Um, but they painted themselves into a corner with this shit. That's, you yeah. should have had Roman lose, and you wouldn't have had this fucking problem. Cody could have debuted that new belt as the Raw belt, and you know what I'm saying? They could have had the other belt on the other fucking show. How, how long do you see this reign going now? Honestly, it's definitely going to go a thousand days. That's for sure. I don't see him losing till Mania next year. Honestly, and I honestly I feel them, like I could see I could see them waiting to do the the, the belt there. It's it's going to be SummerSlam or Mania now because they have right, to honestly, do it at a big. Stadium, I honestly so. feel like they they're just gonna give him the thousand days and whatever pay per view it is that's after that is where he's gonna lose. I honestly which feel is like technically not I see. So which because a thousand days is at Backlash, which he's not at. So then the next mm. one's Night of Champions, which I don't think he'll lose it at Night of Champions. He might. I'm not trying to be that guy here. So I'm not trying to get canceled. So, but I right. think people understand what I'm saying. But you've had this long reign, right? You're already announcing one title to get to, to get debuted and become a new world heavyweight champion in Saudi. Right. This is where I say I don't think I mean it to come off ignorant because I don't. Do you think they really have this reign end in, like, Saudi? Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, not to be an asshole to Saudi because it's nothing against them and their fans, but you think that's where it ends? Where, like, their majority of their fans are in America? You're, you know you're, what not, I mean? you're not doing that in Riyadh, bro. The, yeah, like, that, do you get what I'm place. saying, though? Like, not to Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I understand. But, no, they're not going to do that there. I don't think they're going to do that there. They're going to do that here somewhere in the States. And I, I, at least that's how I feel. I don't think they're going to do anything yeah. that big. I want to be sorry. sorry cut you off. Yeah, it's just no, no, no. You're good. Um, as far as you who I'd like to see it. win this Night of Champions tournament, I mean, it's got to be Seth Rollins, right? That promo right there just sold. It's got to right. be Seth Rollins. Like he's Seth Rollins is perfect because he could either be a heel or a face, and naturally. He could just do either. Right now, he's like literally a tweener. He's right in between the lines of good guy, bad guy. So it's got to be him, right? Because he could just feud with anybody. I mean, he's feuding with fucking Omas for crying out loud. So um, he buried the fuck out of him in that promo, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, that's been on another level lately, man. I really that. wish that they would just fucking let this guy talk, bro. Like, did you see Omas when he came out? He had a fucking suit on, bro. He was looking like a fucking million dollars, bro. He's got presence. You know, he just comes out, nice slow walk. You know, big giant fucking dude. And he looked like fucking, he had an expensive ass suit on. Like, let him talk, bro. He's not a And outside of the ring, monster. he can talk so well. Yeah, he's not some big goofy ass monster, bro. It's not Kane. Like, no disrespect. Well, some disrespect to, yeah. you know, Mr. Jacobs over there. 
because he turned out to be a dick. But the guy, we've heard him talk on interviews. He's super fucking eloquent. He he can talk. So just let him go out there and talk, bro. Omos improves. This is a hot take. Omos improves his ring work because he has to, right? Like, let's keep it a buck. If you want to be yeah. a world champion, you have to improve your ring work. And you just let the dude talk. I could see him a world champion on the Today Show and things like that. Oh, yeah. That big giant dude walking onto all those shows, they'll love him, bro. Um, So I would say Seth Rollins. Um, And as maybe like a long shot, maybe, and this is just me personally because I really like this dude, maybe like a Damian Priest. Um, Okay. I'm a little curious as to why they did that shit that they did a few weeks ago with him and Paul Heyman. Like, I'm a little, did you see, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. When they had the promo. Um, for those of you who missed that, they had a Bloodline and Judgment Day promo in the ring, and Paul Heyman literally stopped everything that was going on, and he smiled, and he bends down, and he goes, Mr. Priest. And he goes and shakes his hand, and he goes, Sir, it's an honor. And he shakes his hand with both hands like, yo, that's a very subtle little thing that's done um, to put somebody really fucking over. Um, Because Paul Heyman didn't have to do that shit at all. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially now with it looks like um, I thought that they were going to have like a six man tag. Bro, Bad Bunny's wrestling Damian Priest one on one in Puerto Rico. That's going to be a dope match, I think. And they I think go that's that. going to be the main event. It should be. It's Bad Bunny, the biggest so, dude in the world. Like, like don't get me wrong. Damian like, Priest is going to main event a pay per view. In his so, home country, well, it's state. In his home fucking whatever. country. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, yeah. It's a uh, whatever. You know. We know what we mean. You know what we're talking about. So there seems to be big plans for that dude. So I wouldn't be. Dude, I would not be mad at him holding that title either. So. You know what match I'm actually excited for on Backlash before we move on, though? I'm actually excited for Rhea Ripley and Zelina Vega. I get it. They're probably just throwing Zelina in there because she's also, I believe, uh, Puerto Rican as well. So I think they might just be doing the cheap hometown thing, kind of, which I I think that's a smart business move, right? But I think that could be a good match, honestly. I get it. Rhea's going to win. Like, Rhea is going to win. Oh, Rhea's going to win. Rhea's going to win for sure, and I'm very happy for Selena Vega that she's going to get this chance because she's been screwed over a few times on some things. Um, but what I'm most looking forward to in that match is <laughs> Rhea Ripley pinning Zelina Vega because I want to yeah. see that. I want I want to see that. And I'm yeah. just going to leave that. One last thing with the belt design before we move on, unless you have more things on the belt, I apologize. Nah. So I know you were saying, like, Cody get his own winged eagle. Well, this is the first design that just popped in my head. So you know how the winged eagle, like, the belt ends, but the metal, I guess, the gold still goes up? What if they did something in that regards, but with the big W's? Like, the big W's maybe hang over kind of yeah. that. I mean, I thought about something like that, and I think we saw a few, like, a few months ago, somebody leaked the design. Yeah, the Cody Which I got to go back and look at that picture, because it kind of looks like the, the new belt. Um, but that W was obnoxiously fucking big. Like that shit was so big that I was like, okay, nah, bro, you can't. You had because that shit had like the W sticking out of the corner, like the wings on yeah. the whole. Thing. And I was like, bro, that's obnoxiously fucking big. That W, bro, I don't think that they can do that, bro. It's too much. Um, but yeah, we we love the belt. 
I just think the implementation of it is not great. So we'll see, man. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to. Oh, one last thing before we move on from this. It's um, not breaking news or anything, but I saw it right before we got online. It looks like WWE is going to be going back to brand specific pay-per-views. So they're going to have shows and they're going to have raw shows. I am so good with that. Like, I'm so good with that. First of all, yes. From a standpoint of you give your talent a break. Like, okay, guys, this month, you're off this month. You don't got to worry about doing a pay-per-view because you guys are raw and this is a SmackDown show. Next month, we'll do a raw show. Then we'll do a SmackDown show. I'm totally fucking cool with that. And then you can bring back your Survivor Series and actually have you know, brand versus brand matches. And now you, and they and now that they got war games on Survivor Series. Oh yeah. Like Raw versus SmackDown War because you gotta think they're gonna have the pro they'll probably have a few joint ones like Rumble, Mania, Money in the Bank, what else? Survivor Series. So, did I say SummerSlam? I don't know if I did. But if SummerSlam and then probably the Saudi shows. The one or two Saudi shows they do obviously probably be everyone, but dude, I think that's awesome because yeah. if you remember in the ruthless aggression era, they've all been on the record saying you compete with yourself, and like you said, the time off. Now you've got time to build towards a pay per view instead of perfect example. Backlash is May fifth or sixth, I think sixth, and Night of Champions is the twenty seventh. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like. Now you got time to build shit. Yeah, I'm with I, it. Bro. I'm in. If that's if this is really true, I'm in for it. Yeah, I'm I'm totally with it, dude. And that. Um, so, moving on from kind of, sort of, but not really moving away from the WWE specific news, we'll hit on one more kind of related story, and it seems like our good friend Phil Brooks, aka CM Punk. Was uh oh look at that look at this guy he's ready to go I gotta dust my CM Punk shirt off because I was like debating on wearing it tomorrow or not I don't know what I'm gonna do yet um CM Punk was backstage at a very big wrestling show last night and it wasn't an AEW show CM Punk was backstage at Raw last night there was video of him in the parking lot talking to a one Tamina Snuka who is somehow still employed by WWE. I don't know how. They'll never get released. She's still employed for some reason, I guess because she's related to The Rock. I don't know. I I don't want to sound like an asshole, but what can I tell you? Um, He was spotted there in the parking lot talking to her, and then he managed to get somehow, some way into the building, and he talked to a few people, like The Miz, reportedly, and Triple H, Paul Vest. And uh, there's different stories. Now, obviously, you know, we don't run with the rumor mill here, but um, there were definitely several different versions of what was going on last night. Some people were reporting that he was there to talk to, um, what did I say? What did I say earlier? Um, Brand officer or something, a chief brand officer. He wanted to talk to somebody about branding. There was one report, and then uh, there was another report that he squashed some beef that he had with The Miz. Uh, 
and then some, obviously some people were reporting that he was trying to get back, that he wanted to come back and all this other silly shit. Um, and at the end of the day, he asked, which this has been reported by multiple people. He asked Triple H, um, if he can hang out, you know, whatever, and say hi to some people. And Triple H said, I've got to ask the boss. So he had to ask the boss if he could stick around. And he was told to leave the building post haste. So he was not there long. I don't know how long he was there, but it seems like he wasn't there. Not but about 20, 25 minutes or something like that. Um, But Nick, I have to ask you, uh, as I, I feel like this was just him being Phil, like, <clears throat> I don't think it really means anything either way. I think literally he was just being fucking Phil. He's like, I want to go. I'm going to go. Uh, it's not a big deal. And it is a big deal. It's a fucking big deal that you're showing up there. You're not a fucking jobber. You're fucking CM. Yeah. Your name is like all over fucking wrestling right now. And you're going to go show up at Monday Night Raw, bro. It's a big deal. So, yeah. Uh, I yeah, it's you. a big deal, man. Because I'm sorry. So, as we remember, back in January, a one Ricky Starks was at the Royal Rumble. Footage of that, and Tony was not happy about that and said, "That's not going to happen." Well, Phil Brooks said, "Hold my beer." Um, I think it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal, right? It's not a big deal if he probably was just going to do that, but it's a big deal when you're CM Punk. Like I said off air, if Seth Rollins was backstage at a dynamite, that would be a big deal, right? But if say, um, I don't know, like say uh, Mia Yim is backstage, like, yo, she's with Keith Lee. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's differences with these situations, right? Um, To keep it a buck, man, I definitely think it's crazy, right? Because it's like... Yo, you had all these incidents with people, and apparently there's meetings to squash beef, and it's like, your biggest beef has always been with the WWE, and that's where you show up. And like I said off air, he's been gone nine years. They go to Chicago at least twice a year. In the middle of all this is when you decide you want to go say hi to some friends. Yeah, And like, it could have been as simple as... Like I was saying, one of the things, if you want to squash beef with Miz, I hate saying technology, but you could have DM'd him. Or, hey, bro, let's grab a coffee. Pick up the phone. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, you could have done this so many different ways, right? Um, I do see a bright side in it, though. Because if he did, like, have some apologies, even little things, like, it seemed like the interaction with him and Triple H went good, right? Vince obviously probably kicked him out because... As much as Vince probably loves that spotlight of, ha-ha, look who's in my building. Um, he's a businessman at the end of the day. I think we all know that. I think he probably respects that side of it. And that's probably why he left. But um, I don't even think it's so much about respect. I just think it's a, that tempering shit. He was like, yeah. I think it's as simple. I think it's as simple as, like, I asked you off air. We both agree. We don't think Tony knew. But if we're keeping it a buck, man, and excuse my language here, but Punk's got Tony Khan by the balls. And he's had him by the balls since he came back. Like, two wrestling. Two wrestling when he came back. So, like, if this was anyone else, I feel there'd be a punishment. 
Punk's still going to debut at that show in Chicago, which we're probably going to talk about. But not debut. It seems like a damn debut, but return. Um, So I'm going to guess I counteract it with you. What a question is. We were both on the, the, the team that Tony Khan had no idea. Tony Khan's probably finding out like all of us, right? We also said off air, unless Phil gets lawyers involved, he is not leaving AEW anytime soon. We assumed he signed a three-year deal. He signed the summer of 21. That goes to 24. They always do the injury time thing. But even if you took the injury time, like say he got out of that somehow, he's still there for another year and a half, damn near. Right? So it's not like you're going to the other guy soon if they even want you, to be honest, right? If they even want him. Um. Just do you think this is disrespectful to Tony Khan? Just like flat out? Well, if you watch if you rewatch the scrum, that in itself was pretty fucking disrespectful to Tony Khan where well, yes. this was just going off script and talking about his fellow CEOs and you know EVP telling them kids and they couldn't run a target and all this shit right in front of your boss. Like you should have Obviously, this is old news. And why do we? The scrum always comes up, but it's like you, 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 you should have stopped yourself for a second and kind of looked around and, like, I, that's one thing I don't understand about that shit. Like, did he not realize? Like, when you saw all those people, because literally all those reporters were probably at the scrum like this. Like they didn't know what the fuck was going on. They must have all had looks of shock on their face. And they were probably just all holding their recording devices. Like, yes, please keep talking this shit. Like, oh, my God. Um, So you would think he would have noticed and felt that energy and been like, "Uh, yeah, let me just get back into character and talk about, like, my belt and shit because this is getting weird. So that was already disrespect. I really don't think he has any kind of – it's kind of showing, like, a lack of respect for his boss to just show up at your rival company's, you know, place of business, knowing you're full well under contract. Yeah. There've been other guys who have showed up here and there. Like we've had raw people at AEW, but you mm-hmm. would never know because they just, they hide, like literally they hide back there. Um, and some people like you brought up me and her husband's working for that company. So, you know, you'll see shit like that happen. Andrade is another one. Um, yeah, he was Andrade, Alice, uh, Mal- Alice, Malachi Black, like they were yeah, at the Hall of Fame. Another one, and you'll see that kind of happen. But bro, you are CM Punk, like you should not be showing up at Raw. There's no reason for you to do it. There's no reason for him to go over there. Um, I actually had a scoop earlier. I was like, oh, I had, I know why he was there. He was door dashing Martha's muffins to a. Uh, uh, he was working his side job and door dashing. But unless you were doing that, there's no fucking reason for you to be back there. It's only going to cause problems, dude. Now, if you're trying to drum up publicity to get your name back out there and get people talking about you and continue to get talking about you and get you trending again, then I guess I understand why you did it. And I would think that's the only reason why he did it. See, what's just crazy to me is, right, Punk wants to be the number one guy wherever he goes, right? Like, it's obvious. He, he does. Like, he's, I guess you could say full of himself in that way, right? Does he really think, though, like, he could probably go back to WWE, whatever, years and years, and maybe have a couple of good matches, right? Maybe a farewell there. But, like, he wanted to go to AEW because he knew he could be the champion. 
my comparison to people is like, look at Edge. Edge just came back. Nothing but respect for him, Vince, the WWE, like as a whole. Like that is a great relationship between him and the company and back, right? Yeah, he may have he may have invented a mania and won a rumble. Like Edge has been treated well in his return, which he deserves, but Edge hasn't been a champion. You know what right. I mean? Like, and if you ask me who has a better chance of being a world champion, I'm gonna pick Edge over him. Edge is the and old he, and time. motherfucker won the Royal Rumble. Like Yeah, like won he the was Royal all Rumble. Up. He fought Roman, he did the triple threat match, then he did the money in the bank match where he fought him. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you know, what if they made Edge the world champion? Actually, nah, legitimate. I think, gotta, I think you got to put it on a. You got to put that shit on a current day superstar. Yeah. it has to be. Like honestly, it has to be Seth. It has to be a so Seth Rollins. So don't bring uh, a, a, a Seth, a Drew McIntyre. Um, you know, and and again, Night of Champions. Did they say when that is? It's basically after the draft, right? It's after the draft. Yeah, May- Yep, May 27th. So, who's to say Montez Ford won't be one of these people in the thick of things for that title shot? You know what I'm saying? So, you never know what they got up their sleeve. But I would think that after that promo that they did, it was, it, Seth Rollins is going to be at least in the up finals. in that mix. Up yeah. in that oh. mix. But yeah, I guess back to Punk, though. It's like, yeah, I don't know, man. Kind of respectful. I think you should take a step. I don't know. I don't know CM Punk, obviously, at all, right? But he is a guy who gets a big head, which there's nothing wrong with. So do you think this could be him? Like, damn, I came back and won the world title, what, twice? Yeah, I think he won it technically twice in AEW. And, like, I can do it on the bigger stage again. Like, do you think it could be him, like, getting full of himself? Because my thing is this. Like, yo, if I'm Punk... AEW is a very good wrestling promotion, right? It's only going to get bigger as we see with the stadium shows. Like, there, there's no negative steps back there, taking. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can talk ratings, whatever. But you're the guy that can fix that, first off. But it's like, yo, you work. Now they're going to introduce a show, which we'll dive into next. But you work one day a week. Now they do some house shows occasionally. Okay, which you're probably going to get... He wouldn't be you doing any of those. You don't think he'll go to any of those? No. No. They're not going to have him do any house shows? So even better. So then you go to TV once a week, a pay-per-view four or five times a year. You're going for Door and all in. Now if they keep that going right, four or five. So it's like you're making millions. Like you go to your hometown every other week. Yeah. And that's not a shot at AEW. They're just in Chicago a lot. So you're not traveling as much as everyone else either. So it's like – and you don't wrestle every week either a lot of time because you're so good at telling stories like an MJF that you don't need to wrestle every week. You can just talk and people are paying to see you talk and are content with that. So it's like, I don't know, man. I always say he's, he, I don't know. I think he's got a good situation right now if he would just fucking keep his foot out of his own mouth. I was going to, you you completely took the, the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say like, what do, what do you, what's your end game, bro? You want to go back there? Do you want to go back to doing 320 days of nonstop touring and you got to go to all these fucking shows and you got to go to all these live events and you got to show up at every pay-per-view and you got to fucking wrestle your ass off? Like, you you ready to go back to that shit? Like, that's what you want? Um, unless he gets some type of Legends thing where 
You know, it's like Ed, where he's got specific dates and shit, you know, lighter schedule. But even with that, it's still fucking heavier than what AEW is like. You know what I'm saying? AEW gives these guys like a very light schedule and he take he like takes care of his people. He pays his top people a lot of money. Bro, Nyla yeah. Rose is making like five million dollars, bro. Nyla Rose. Nyla That's Rose, I don't know how. Don't ask why? me how. Don't ask me how, bro. But I heard that she's getting like five mil. No clue. And I love Nyla Rose. I think she's awesome. But five what million dollars. What the fuck's a Brian Danielson getting? That's a lot of money, bro. For her, she's barely on ever on TV. Like she's a staple on like dark and elevation. Like she she don't ever be on TV. Like she oh, tweets. That's what she does. So I saw that shit somewhere. I would look it up, but I don't even want to bother. But again, going back to the main point, like this company takes care of you. Like, why Why wouldn't you, what, do you want to turn this into the other one? Because I don't understand what the beef is. Like, he, he seems to have a problem with these young guys that they want to do things the way they want to do it. But you should be trying to work with them, not changing the company into something else. Like, it's, I mean, and, and granted, you, you kind of have to change it to elevate it. You know what I mean? But... You have to follow WWE's footsteps. If you're keeping it a buck, you have to. That's true. You have to. That's true. So maybe he's got a point. Maybe I'm the one that's wrong. I don't know. But, like, I don't think you need to rock the boat as hard as you're fucking rocking it, bro. They were on a big upward trend. Yeah, and then even the creative side of it, right? Tony's not going to say no to Punk unless it's some outrageous shit. Triple H, Vince, they will tell you, like, no, you're not doing this. No, no. Nah, I don't think so. Which is nuts because, like, it's a lot of people, they say, like, it's respecting, right? Like, people in a fucked up way, which you shouldn't always, I don't think it's good leadership, but people, like, in a fucked up way fear Vince. Like, they know if something happens, there are consequences. With Tony, you really don't have that. That's the thing, too. That's the thing, too. Triple H, I bet you, is probably the same way. You probably... They probably fear Triple H in the way of like, yo, 98% of these wrestlers backstage watched him growing up. So a mm-hmm. lot of people probably have that fear of letting him down. With Vince, it's the fear of fucking up. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. And now you got, I guess, to kind of move on because it's going to go with the same thing. But, you know, he's rumored to return June 14th to Chicago and they're going to run another special thing called the first dance. Now, granted, he's in Chicago, so it's going to get a massive pop. Wherever he goes, it'd be a massive pop. But how many times can you do this first dance, last dance bullshit, though? Like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I don't. The I don't know time? where the. I don't know where that came from because I. I just took you at your like you put that in the note, and I was just like, oh, yeah. okay. I didn't even bother to go look that shit up because I was like, that's fucking stupid. Like, that's dumb. Why are you? But doing you know, that? there's that only is, one first. This is going to be another worst, which isn't a bad thing. We agree they're not bad things, but another worst kept secret thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but you need to do things differently this time. Like, it's not, this is not the, this is not the open the show, bring out CM Punk and shower him with applause and confetti and pyro and all that bullshit. That's not, they, they shouldn't do that. Like, that's not what they should do. That's um, just going to make his head get bigger and think he yeah, wasn't. In wrong. my opinion, he should come back as a heel. He should yeah. come back 
and attack somebody at the end of the show and like really just brutalize the shit out of somebody like maybe with a mask on or something and then take the mask off and let the building pop because classic mask this this fucking first dance last dance you're not michael jordan bro <laughs> okay we're not yeah, we're not doing this you did it once it was fantastic that first dance was just a, an all-time wrestling moment when he came back. It was fucking great. I've gone back and rewatched that shit. I don't know how many times you get goosebumps yeah. and whatever. It was great. But at this point, the way things have gone, like you, you can't do that again. You're not going to have these people there chanting CM Punk and then you hit his music and it's no, we're not doing the celebratory welcome back bullshit. I mean, if you're going to do something like that, uh, as he's walking to the ring, you better have Blackpool Combat Club or somebody come out and beat the shit out of him and bloody his ass up and drag him into the fucking ring and leave him bloody and start your angle. Because I'm not going to yeah. want to sit here and listen to this guy talk a bunch of bullshit for another 15 minutes, bro. I don't want to hear that shit. No, let's get to the let's get to the story and let's get to the wrestling, bro. I'm not with this uh, fucking hello tour shit again. He did it once. That's enough, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, no. and then so I guess enough on the punk and all these other news. But in other news, um, I don't think I'm skipping over anything. But the Grizzle Young veterans have had asked uh, had their release request denied. That yeah. I believe they asked the Monday after Mania, if I believe is when it was actually asked, and they announced that they will not be resigning in October when their contracts expire. My thoughts are. They're a great team. They were phenomenal in NXT UK, right? Came over, and I'd like to think this is one of the few times where Shawn Michaels, like, fumbled the bag. Because I think, I don't watch NXT every week, right? But I do hear a lot of praise about it, especially on the women's side of the thing. The tag, I don't hear much about, honestly. So maybe he's fumbling the tag division. Because Braun Breaker, yeah, he's gone now. But Carmelo Hayes is champion. He's doing good with Grayson Waller. You know what I mean? The uh, the what's the Joey Gacy group? Is that Schism? Yeah, like the Schism. And they were, and they were uh, the, the Grizzle Young Veterans were the Dyad. They changed them from the Grizzle Young Veterans to like the Dyad. Yeah, and like so they were bald so, and they were all fucking weird and shit. It was, it was I don't know. I think this. So what I this is me just keeping a buck. I think they're a great talent. I think they could have made it on the main roster, but I don't think they would have made it to that Uso Street Profits level. I just don't think so. I do like them. They're going to probably, I don't know where they'll sign, but this is eventually going to be one of those tweets where they have a great match somewhere outside of WWE and be like, damn, WWE fumbled the bag on them. But I don't think it's a massive loss. I don't see why they didn't just grant them their release, though, to be honest. Yeah, um, that's that shit, and that's that, why that's the confuse. That's the confusing part. Like, why don't you just let them go? Yeah. Unless you're gonna do something to butter them up for six months. Because the only way I could see those dudes thinking about sticking around is like, yo, we'll bring you to the main roster, and you're the greatest little young veterans again. Yeah, yeah, because it's like that's the reason why I, I thought it was kind of like interesting to put it in here to talk about because it's just like, yeah, they're not the most popular tag team or anything. They're a great tag team, but yeah. It's like, dude, if they ask for their release and you're not using them for anything, just fucking let them go. They can't compete for 90 days. Actually, I think it's 60 days because they're on NXT. I think, I don't know if that's still a thing or no, if they it's 30. That. 
It's thirty oh, days. Thirty. Okay. Because well, that was yeah, that was the big that was the big hiccup with Malachi, Malachi right? Black when they redid his contract. He didn't say shit when he got released because he still they didn't change his main roster contract to have a ninety day. It had a thirty day. That's one of the most. That's one of the most fucking gangster fucking moves I've ever seen, bro. He just was like, "Oh, Why on his end, I'm not gonna say as shit." As long as you're finan- if you're financially stable, yeah, like yo, cool, thirty days, I can go. And back. I was Especially supposed to go. Like, and yeah. I was supposed to go to that fucking dynamite, and I didn't go. And look what happened: Malachi Black shows up. Um. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just weird. I, I don't understand why you like why are you keeping these people hostage, bro? If they want to go, let them go, bro. The, you know, you're not they're not, you know, the Legion of Doom. This is not, you know, it's, it's not, not like even like when the revival were asking to leave. Yeah. I mean, you have the Hardys on your roster, you let them go. Like let these fucking guys go and if they want to go work at IPW or some other shit or I mean, I'm pretty sure they're going to show up in at fucking Dark Elevation, you know. I'm sure we'll see them there and having a tag match with somebody. Whether they'll yeah. sign with AEW, I don't know, but they could always use another good tag team. I don't see why not. Maybe they go to Ring of Honor. Yeah, they're a good mid-card tag team. I wouldn't be opposed to it, man, you know? Yeah. But yeah, in our, uh, our last piece here of news here, um, last night I saw this and I just thought it was kind of comical when I saw it. So, Chavo Guerrero Jr., which is the uh, nephew of the great, the late great Eddie Guerrero, tweeted his displeasure at WWE and Rey Mysterio for um, them using in in his. He feels like they're disrespecting Eddie Guerrero's name by using his music and mannerisms and and all that shit in the present day. So Chavo Guerrero tweeted, "If Rey Mysterio is really mentoring the Guerrero name, or if, I'm sorry." If Rey Mysterio is really mentioning the the Guerrero name only in tribute and not to line his own pockets with cash, maybe he'll donate some of that money to charity or even better. How about Eddie's daughters? That will show myself and the fans that he's not prostituting the family name. So he tweeted that. And then like literally an hour later when now. Again, this is just what he said. I have to take it at face value. Um, He was getting flamed to pieces Mm -hmm. on Twitter. And then an hour later, when his mentions probably went through the roof, because his mentions probably have not been like that for quite some time, if ever. um, He tweeted again, and he tweets, this is how a heel should tweet, hook, line, and sinker. I still got it. So basically what he was saying was like, ha-ha, just kidding, which is, again, I've said this before on, on here. One of my favorite things on Twitter, one of my favorite things on Twitter is when somebody tweets something fucking stupid and then they start getting fucking ripped apart and then they go, I'm just kidding, guys. It's just a joke. You didn't understand. It's all a work. Yeah, it's a work, guys. You didn't understand the sarcasm. Nah, bro. You were getting your ass handed to you and you decided to try to cover the shit up. So my opinion on this is uh, it's weird because... You know, I, if it was anyone else, like, let's say it was, um, Rey Mysterio was not involved and it was like the LWO and they were coming out with the Eddie thing at the beginning and coming out to his music and having the car and shit. Cause they, they're coming out to Los Lotharios music now, not Los Lotharios, yeah. uh, 
Los Guerreros, I think. I think it is. The the mm-hmm. music that they had when they used to come Yeah, out. they have a new theme. It's they're like used to, No, it's not yeah. a new theme. It's that the, the, yeah, the old it's like music. The LWO, like, like they're using the them, old yeah. music. Um and you know, Eddie says something at the beginning of that, and then they're doing the ship. Now, if it was just like Santos Escobar and and these people doing that, yeah, then I could kind of understand. I'd be like, okay, like these people don't know who Eddie is. Like they're probably fans of his, and that's fine. But they really shouldn't be using this stuff, mind you. WWE does own it, so they can do whatever the fuck they want with it. Unfortunately, but it's in poor taste to have these people doing that. I could understand that. But bro, it's Rey Mysterio. <laughs> like him and Rey Mysterio worked together so many years, like, and they had a great respect for each other. So it's like I don't understand what you're what, like. What is your problem, bro? Like I don't get. I'm sure that they're getting some kind of money and royalties to the family from all this Eddie Guerrero shit. So because I think he would have said otherwise if they weren't. Um, yeah. But I just it's like I, I don't get it. Like Chavo, he, he should sit this one out. Trying to get eight seconds of food. Yeah, I really, I really ain't got much to uh, say on that. You want to dive into our and explain to the fans our mock draft? Yeah. So listen, we thought it'd be a fun little thing to kind of have a mock draft. Um, the roster is way too bloated for us to sit here and draft the entire roster. Because they don't even do that shit on the shows. They'll do like second and third round, like on Twitter. Which they'll I like watching out. that actually. Yeah, they'll tweet. They'll tweet out. Oh yeah, Bronson Reed has been drafted to SmackDown, and you're like, oh okay, great. Because um, they'll usually do like uh, five or six wrestlers during the the shows, and then the rest of it they'll do after online. So I figured we could kind of do. Um, I said flip a coin, which. It would have been probably smart of me to have a coin available, uh, which I don't. So I don't know how I'm going to do that. But I figured we could flip to see who goes first, uh, who gets Raw, or who gets SmackDown. And then the first pick will be one pick. uh, And I'm explaining this for other people who are listening. The second pick, we can pick two wrestlers each. Like you pick two, and then I'll pick two. Uh, Or we could do... One and one. I think it's better to do two because it kind of like you kind of get to yeah. steal people away and shit. Then third pick we'll do three, and then fourth pick we'll do four, and that'll get us to ten. And I think from there, you know, it's. Mm. I think from there we can have a pretty decent start to the to the roster. So I say when we do the fourth, the four wrestlers, we go back and forth because it's like the end of the list. Like so, oh, well, okay. I'm taking this guy. Why? Well, so I have my wallet here we can use. Oh, nice. This side can be raw and SmackDown. Um, nice. But you, are you, like I said in the text, you put in the work. I feel you get to pick at least your show because I don't care. Uh, it really, honestly, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I will probably pick Raw because I would really so like to gonna, pick Raw. All right. So you're Raw. Okay. I'll SmackDown. I'm going to flip it. So do you want this to be Raw or do you right. want this to be Raw? Uh, that's tails. So that's heads. That's tails. The other side. The money side is the tail side. All right. So, you what do you what do you call it? Uh, I guess if you flip it, I'll uh, well, you're gonna I'll okay, I'll call uh, so I'm gonna call heads is the back tail. Okay, so I'll call as you throw it up in the air. Okay. Uh, One, 
Heads. It was tails. Oh, I landed on tails. It was tails. So you get to pick first. All right, I gotta get my notepad. So yeah, I let me down my roster. Yep. Well, I am working with raw. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And we have uh, a whole fucking list here of. So you guys kind of have to kind of bear with us. I have the so whole, we have the whole roster written in here. Um, I want. Do you want to make this interesting and not have Roman sure. be part of it, or is Roman part of it? Oh no, he has to. I would think he has. He and that's what kind of sucks about the first pick, because like, who, if I got the first pick, I'm picking Roman because it's just yeah. you, you kind of so have to pick let's Roman. Let's make it interesting. Let's do a draft without Roman. Okay. Yeah, we'll leave him out. All right. All right. So my first pick, I'm still. I'm gonna go Cody Rhodes. Hmm. That is that is a big that is a big get. So that makes things interesting for me because I was going to pick Cody Rhodes. Um now I know the obvious choice here would be <laughs> Seth Rollins. Um and honestly I think I kind of have to take that choice. I think I would have to pick Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. If I don't, I'm left with, uh, yeah, I, I need that. I need that star power. So right. I am going to take Seth Rollins. Okay. Seth freaking Rollins. So now, am I picking one, and then you pick one, and it comes back to me, or am I? That's what I was thinking. I don't know if we should do. You just pick two, and then. I'll pick two after that. I think it's better that way because if for some reason you wanted to pick a tag team, you could pick them both together or, you know. Okay. So my second pick, going Mm. Bianca Belair. Okay, okay, okay. And then I'm going to take – I'm trying not to take any of the injured people. So I'm trying to like say I make an episode of SmackDown this week. Um I like how in this list cuz this list that I basically copy and pasted, uh it has some of these people are injured and some of these people are have other things going on and it just has it has it next to their name and for Gable Stevenson it says in college. <laughs> like I would just say, well, you heard well, not to sideline. You know, he wants to do the Olympics again, bro. I don't think that dude wants anything to do with WWE, bro. I really don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I think he's one of them that's. Remember, he got drafted last year. Yeah, he he should have been on TV by now. Yeah, I think um, he wants nothing to do with WWE, bro. I think I think low key. I don't know what his bio said because his bio on Instagram forever said WWE. I think he might low key be a silent release. All right, sorry. My second wow. pick, I'm going to go L.A. Knight. Woo! Yeah. Damn, L.A. Knight. So All right, so round, you have Bianca Belair and L.A. Bianca and L.A. Knight. Those are two good choices right there. Okay, so two and three. So I am going to pick Becky Lynch. First, because you gotta have okay. the man. 
Yeah, you got to have the man. You got the couple together. Yeah, you got to keep them together because, come on, man. Can't be breaking up families. So I'm going to take Becky Lynch. And then I'm going to take Bobby Lashley. Solid pick. Take him to Raw. Okay. Solid picks. That is my guy. Yes, sir. Number three overall. Bobby. So I'm taking three. So am I taking three here? Because I know with the fourth picks, we're going to go yeah. back and forth. For the last four, we definitely got to go back and forth. All right, yeah, you so. can take. You can do three picks now. All right. So I'm going to make this interesting. <clears throat> going to make things real interesting. I am going to take <clears throat> simply Montez Ford. Wow. Okay, okay. I'm breaking them up. And then <sighs> um, let me see some shit. Then I'm going to take I'm going to do a call up. You know what I was going to say? I was going to say let's do a five, a round five, and we'll do two call ups each. Because okay. we kind of, yeah. we kind of like basically, I mean, there's a lot of talent on these rosters. And I see like a lot of people that I want. And I don't want to like skip people because I do want to do a call up or two. But yeah, we can hard. do a fifth one. I'm cool with that. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get. So you then, know what I'm there's a lot of people on this roster. I don't want to like skip anybody. So maybe for fifth pick, we'll just do. Or do you want to do one call up or two each? Let's do three. Oh, okay, okay, right. okay. And then with my next picks, bam. Fuck, I'm thinking. Um, yeah, it's just not easy, bro. It seems like it would be an easy thing. But somebody's getting left behind. Can I call two people up and kind of... You can do whatever well, not you call, want. Not call up, but take... Um, you know what? I'm going to wait. I was going to try to get a team. Montez Ford. I'm gonna, I want Gunther. Mm. And then let me get let me get my baby girl live. Mm. Oh yeah. Damn, you breaking up Imperium Dog God damn. And the Street Profits. Shit. God damn. All right. Um, so I got Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, and Bobby Lashley. So with the fourth overall pick, you want you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to get the NBA that little sound effect, but I didn't yeah. know because they have a little sound effect when uh, yeah. Adam Silver comes out. He goes, it goes ding for the fourth pick, but I didn't want to get flagged. Um, okay, so. 
four, my fourth pick, I believe what I'm going to do here. is difficult because I want it to I want to get the big dogs not the actual big dog but like if I'm going to do my roster the way I want to do it because I really like these guys I'm going to take for 4, 5, and 6 and I know this is probably people are going to be like what the fuck how many people did you pass up for these guys but I'm going to take uh, Legado de Fantasmo, bro. I'm gonna Dog, take all three saying, of them. Oh, you stole them from me. I'm you taking all three of them, bro. It's talent. Those dudes, I I want to see. And this is what pisses me off about this LWO shit. You know they're zero and eight. Yeah, they haven't won. They have not won a single fucking match since they've done this LWO shit. Zero yeah, and eight, bro. This bullshit. So. Santos Escobar. Escobar. Santos Escobar. And uh, where is Joaquin Wild? I should have just wrote Legado de Fantasma. Joaquin Wild. What a stupid name for a Hispanic person. Joaquin Wild with an E. It's fucking Vince, bro. Uh, and honestly, I can't even uh, remember his fucking last name. Oh, Cruz del Toro. So another yeah. really fucking like... Original. Talk about, talk about freaking Cruz del Toro. This guy got two last names. Unfortunately, I had to leave Zelina behind. But she's not part of the original crew. So I'm so, so sorry. We going, are we going one for one here for the four or are we doing four and four? How yeah, we can do that? that. Yeah, we can do we can split it up. Okay. All right. Well I'm gonna take Kofi Kingston. Ooh. Okay. Damn. You know what's funny? I was gonna do for four, five, and six, I fucked up. I was going to do The New Day for yeah. four, five, six, and then I was going to do Legado de Fantasma for fucking four, five, six. I fucked up. Okay. All right. Okay. So here's what I'll do. Now I got to go through this thing. I feel like I'm raw heavy because I took my first three picks were from raw. So I got to make sure. Okay. So for I got okay. So let me grab my favorite Shayna Baszler. Okay. To follow Kofi and take an Xavier. Mm. I'm not gonna draft Biggie though. I'll tell you right yeah, now, he's Biggie's injured. on the team. I think the guys yeah. are injured, we'll just we'll leave them off just because yeah. Actually, Kofi's okay. injured, to be honest with you. But, I mean, he's. I understand that pick. Yeah, so I got the new day. Okay, okay. You grab that. So I have Shayna. Okay. Uh, oh, 
got to have this guy. So with the number eight pick, I am going to grab Matt Riddle. Okay. Um, This next one might come off different, but I've been a massive fan of her lately. Taking Chelsea Green. Oh, the hot mess. The hot mess. Absolutely. You know what's fucked up? I can't believe I got this one this low. I'm going into, we're going into number nine. And I can't believe this, that she's available. But I am taking Charlotte motherfucking Flair. Yeah. Motherfucking Charlotte Flair, dog. I'm going to have Charlotte Flair and Shayna Baszler having bangers. All right. Um, yes, sir. Well, no one said her, and I don't know how she got down this low. Got to take the SmackDown Women's Champion for SmackDown, Rhea Ripley. Oh, yeah. She that this, see that's the thing about this freaking list. It's it's well, no way. Actually, no, 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 no. I'm not drafting her because none of us have drafted champions. I want to keep it that way. I'm yeah, I think uh, yeah, because. Obviously, if she's the SmackDown champion, they're going to draft her yeah. to SmackDown. Like, that, that just makes so, sense. Looking at my roster, obviously, we'll say Roman's just there, right? Even though he's probably not. I got Cody. Well, you did draft – um, you did draft uh, – what's her name? Sorry. The Raw Women's Champion. So, do you want to switch her out for someone else or you want to stick with I do, me? actually. Yeah, let me let me switch her out because, yeah, I want to keep it. Non-champion. Yeah, so let me go you, back and look at the way winning you don't, quick. You don't lose um, I'm going to take her as a whole because she's a big name. I'm going to take Bailey for that Ooh. one. Damn. Um, so back to my original 10th pick. Fuck. I, I feel – so now I feel I need some more women power. I'm going to take Oscar. Oof. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, she should. She should be a shot. So right now, so going into the, the at the end of the fourth round, women wise, I got Bailey, Liv, Chelsea, and Oscar. So not bad. You can get by with that for now. Yeah, I'm kind of short. One woman on this, as opposed to your list, but I'm going to take care of that with my NXT call ups because for number ten. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to take this person who I see a lot of potential in and is not being used, and that man is <laughs> being mad dramatic. Um, God damn it, where'd it go? Let me make sure I have it here. I was kind of debating this because it's, this is a couple, but I'm not, a, I'm not able to take the other part, but I'm going to take Karrion Cross. I knew it. Right when you said couple. So I think, so let's do this for the fifth round. Say you draft the tag team, like an NXT, you can just draft the tag team. We'll just do that right. as a yeah. pick. Yeah. Just, all right. So now are we going one for one with the call-ups or how are we doing these call-ups? Uh, let's see. I think we should so. be, we should get five. 
humans total. So if you draft a tag team, that it's one pick, but it does take up two people. Okay. Yeah. You know, so um, five total. Yeah. Five picks. So my my first one I'm taking uh where they at? Sure you know what would be dope too? What would be dope is that when they do this draft, whoever doesn't get drafted, like whoever's left undrafted, they asses go to NXT. So like if yeah. nobody drafts, nobody drafts uh like I don't know, uh what do we have here? Madcap Moss. His ass goes right back to NXT. Uh yeah. if they don't try if they don't draft Rick Boogs or uh you know whoever else, they send their ass right back to NXT. So my first one, but it, my first ones from NXT is the tag team. I'm taking pretty deadly. Damn. Oh, they're gonna, yeah, bro. They're gonna be. Which they're gonna, I heard they're rumored to maybe get called up in this draft. And you know what's funny with this draft coming up? Since we everyone knows that's like the worst kept secret in the world that street profits are gonna get broken up. Um, yeah. They could basically jump in that spot that they're because you know street profits at pay per view is like. They're in the back doing funny shit. They could be the host of WrestleMania. Yeah. They could be the host of SummerSlam. They could do all kind of shit. And I think Pretty Deadly is like one of those teams that they can jump like right into that role. They could wrestle because we we know they can do that. But they can also jump into that like fashion, funny comedy host role yeah. too. So that's a good pick. That is a good pick. So Plus, now my, first pick, my first pick. I don't think anyone's going to be shocked by this. Um, it comes as no surprise that uh, I'm a big, giant fan of this dude. So I'm going to pick Carmelo Hayes. He's the champion, but champions and, can get called up. Oh, ten, champions can't get called up. Damn, no, I hit the brother. They can. I'm, no, I, I, I'm Nah, you know what? Nah, you can't You can't call up the NXT champion too wrong. And then what are you going to do with the belt? Nah, bro. He had, that's Okay. That gets vetoed. I'm gonna veto my own pick because that that makes perfect sense. We can't do that. Okay, that actually makes things a little easier for me actually, because now I can grab. Where is she? I hope she's in here. God, I hope it's not the one I want. Well, you better hope not. Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? There's two I really want, but one I want just a little more. I don't even see her here, bro. Um, Where's my girl? She used used to... Oh, there she goes right there. Bam! Number one, I'm taking Electra Lopez. First round draft pick. Right. It's not who I wanted, so we're good. Electra Lopez. I'm bringing back the original Legado de Fantasmo, bro. Bring her back. I'm taking a rising upstart in NXT. Taking Roxanne Perez. Mm. She's yeah, it's time. She doesn't need to be in NXT any longer, bro. That girl. I think because I heard I don't I haven't heard her being rumored. I heard of one other female who I might draft being rumored to get called up, and I'm saving that. Right, cool. Yeah, she Roxanne Perez is, is is she's ready to go, bro. She she yeah. already proved herself in in Ring of Honor. Like she doesn't need to be on on NXT anymore. She's definitely ready for her to be called up. So, now, I, what the hell? Why does this thing keep reloading? Okay, so with my second pick, I'm going to go ahead and grab 
Dragon Lee. Okay. I'm plucking his ass right out of NXT. I'm going to take with my fourth one. Oh, that's why. Eli Dragunov. Oof. I was gonna, I was gonna grab him too, bro. The thing is with him, I want to have him on the same roster with Gunther and Sheamus. And, and I have Gunther. Yeah, because that, that you need to have him there with Gunther and Sheamus so they can have a rematch, bro. Um. Okay. So here, what I'm gonna do here is I kind of want to grab a tag team, but I also really want this these other two people so i'm i'm fucking out of almost out of options here so all right okay here's what i'm gonna do nxt i am going to take with my number three pick Hmm. you know what i'm gonna do I'm going to take this tag team. Where are they? I'm taking Katana and Kaden. Okay. Katana. Women's tag. And they can do singles as yeah. well. I like that. I want to take them both. They're both. They, there's another couple of women who like, I don't understand why they're still in NXT. So I wanted, cause this is my last pick. I wanted another woman. Cause I'm, I very attracted to her and I think she's insanely good. But I really feel I'm lacking on the male side. Because I got two tag teams, whatever. Tag teams come and go, right? But my males, I got Cody, L.A., Montez, Gunther. Then I got Eli. So I really only got like five singles. Like, yeah, could Kofi and Xavier go? So I feel I need another male from NXT. Dragon Lee's a good fucking pick that you got, too. Um... Like the Italian in me wants to take fucking Tony D'Angelo, but I need. I was wondering. I, some... I was like, "What happened?" I figured they would be uh, first rounders. Nah, I, I need stars. I need ratings. I need the eighteen. D'Angelo stacks. <laughs> no one's taking our boy Quincy Adams. Well, you know what? <laughs> that dude. He's first of all. He seems to be a little bit of a head case, going by his yeah. Twitter battles that he's been having. And also, I think it's a case with him and someone who I'm kind of glad, not that I'm glad she's injured, but I'm glad that for the purposes of this list that she's on the injured list so I didn't have to try to, like, draft her because I wanted to draft her just based on who she is. But Nikita Lyons, I think yeah. it's a case of both of these two are not ready. They're not ready. Like, sure. there's, people, ready. there's people on here who are fucking ready. Roxanne Perez, Cora Jade, they should be on the main roster. Nikita Lions still needs time. And Cora Jade did a dark match on Raw last night. Oh, nice. Very uh, cool. But with my last pick, I got to give the father of the podcast some love. I need a big star. He's been one lately on there. I'm going to take Grayson Waller. There you go. There ain't no bigger star on NXT than that dude right there. Besides him. So, the champ. for my last pick... You know, you got a couple people here who I really would like to. Yo, Jinder Mahal is on NXT. Wow, bro. Um, there's a couple people here. No, I'm not picking Jinder Mahal. 
there's a couple people here who I wanted to grab, like, you know, Tyler Bay, and, and you know, I like Nathan Fraser too, but mm-hmm. there's there's two people on this list who, like, I really want to grab, and I think I'm gonna pick the second one because I already picked a guy with a mask, and I don't want to pick another guy with a mask. <laughs> that sounds stupid, but. I'm trying to diversify my roster here. And I'm going to go with J.D. McDonough. That's a good one. I was thinking him, too. That dude is super fucking talented, man. And it's time for him to be called up. That's a perfect, like, member of the Judgment Day right there. So. He's actually, like, he's actually a dude that, because he was trained by Finn Balor. Like, I don't know if people know that. He's like a perfect character to like join the Judgment Day, but sabotage it from the inside and then feud with Finn Balor after that. Like, that's the that's perfect storyline. Story to be honest, perfect fucking so, way to bring him up. So we did our two day draft because, as we know, this Friday we have to draft on SmackDown, and it carries over Monday the Raw. Um, which conveniently, one of them. One of them, I think it's the Raw takes place in Jacksonville, which is funny. Cause it's always going to be funny when they're there. Just like it's always going to be yeah. funny when AEW's in Connecticut or New York. They should do a, they should do a daily space. Yeah. <laughs> but, hilarious. So at the end of our two-day draft that you see on TV, <clears throat> SmackDown ends up with Cody Rhodes, Bailey, LA Knight, Montez Ford, Gunther, Liv, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods, so the New Day, Chelsea Green, Asuka, Pretty Deadly, Roxanne Perez, Eli Dragunov, and Grayson Waller. It's mm. a pretty fucking solid roster, I gotta tell you. Uh, your new Monday Night Raw roster after this mock draft is, in no particular order, Seth freaking Rollins, the man Becky Lynch, the almighty Bobby Lashley, LWO member Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde, Cruz del Toro, Shayna Baszler, the ace of spades Shayna Baszler, by the way, Matt Riddle, the original bro, Charlotte Flair, and Karrion Cross. Your NXT call-ups for Raw are Electra Lopez, Dragon Lee, Kitana and Kaden, and JD McDonough. McDonough. We got some pretty fire drafts, I'd like to say. I would I'd like, like to, to see you. this happen. Yeah. Just see. So it's now like one of those go. times where you like you wish wrestling was quote unquote real, where they're actually really doing a draft where people can take people away. Because obviously it's they know who's yeah. going where. They just—it's all a show. But you kind of wish so now, that they would actually surprise you for real. So, questions for you? Really, only two because I, I'd say make this champion, but we didn't really do the greatest there, which makes sense, though. All right, say you have a vacant U.S. because you're on Raw, so you have a vacant U.S. and Raw Women's Champion. Just from your roster right here, who are you making those champions? And I'll I'm putting uh, I'm putting the women's title on Shayna Baszler, okay. and my U.S. champion. Oh, I'm carrying cross. 
that's my US champion right there. Wait. I like having I like having heel champions. Oh my god. I have to redo my shit. I drafted Gunther. Oh shit. Okay. Alright, let me let me get back Damn in there yeah. quick. I'm happy I caught that. Um uh, another pick. You hungry? Yeah. Let me open the door for you. Another big name. Who would yeah, I take? Oh, you're good. Um. So my pick. I gotta keep it with with the Europeans. I'm gonna go Drew McIntyre. Mm. Yeah, that's a big. That's a big. I can't believe he went undrafted. Yeah, technically Crazy. he did. But yeah, so my. But that goes to show you how much talent is on this roster, bro. So I take. So my IC champion. I'm making LA Knight. Who eventually obviously gets to the main picture. Because if I'm looking at my initial roster, I feel my first few would be Cody and Drew. Alright, two big stars. My women's champ. Um, it's kind of hard for me, actually. I'm going to go Bailey. Can't go wrong Bailey's with that. Always, Bailey's always been good when she's a like, I think she's always good, but I think she's even better. Even when she was a baby face, too. I think she's just always better when she's a champion. Yeah. Yeah, she's... That's the thing. I, I love Bailey. She just... She can do it all. She can do... Yeah. Baby face heel. Like, I was a massive fan of her SmackDown women's tuttering. Because if you remember, yeah. technically, it almost went for like a year and a half. But then she lost it and then won it, like, right back. So Charlotte could get another useless ring. So I was at that Money in the Bank when Bailey won and then cashed in that night when she was still, like, hugger Bailey. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so it's, like, she always was a good face champ. But I was a big fan of her heel champion run, like, during the pandemic with her and Sasha. Yeah. You know, and then they end up having that great Hell in a Cell match. Sucks we never got that out of Mania. Never know, obviously. Damn, looking but. at your list, man. Ah, shit. I'd, I'd like to see Montez Ford get that title belt too, man. That would yeah. be fantastic. Have him have an icy title. That big-ass gold belt. I think that shit would look dope. But, boys and girls. I think, I think we did good. I think we had a pretty good draft. <clears throat> and I think overall we had a pretty goddamn good show. So with that being said, boys and girls, we are going to go ahead and leave you on this wonderful Trash Tuesday. Um, Just, did you say wait? Yep. Uh Uh-oh. Not wrestling related. Uh Uh-oh. But it has to be mentioned. What's happening? Because of who we are. Got to give a shout out to my Celtics and your Knicks. Oh, man, shit. Scared me. Oh, yeah, no, no, nothing bad. But the Celtics, uh, fucking 
can possibly close out the series here in a few hours. And the Knicks can do the same tomorrow. Oh, that's good. I'm going to watch that, actually. Shit. I didn't realize that Boston was playing today. Oh, the Knicks, sure, are right? on, the Knicks are on tomorrow and you're at the show. I know, bro. Imagínate. And you know what? I and hope that they close out. I hope to God that they close up. Bro, Sunday? So, there's a funny story. So, um, I my brother wanted to go see Dungeons and Dragons, which I saw this weekend. Um, he wanted to go see that. So, we were supposed to go see it last week, and he got sick, and then I got sick, and then we just postponed it. So, he was like, oh, we'll go see it on Sunday, like around 1 o'clock. I was like, all right, cool. And this was like... Monday before, like, like after, like after Sunday, he was like, next Sunday we'll go see. I was like, all right, cool. I didn't realize that the Knicks were playing at one. So I was like, on Friday, I was like, uh, oh, shit. Uh, wait a minute. I can't. No, I can't go anywhere. The Knicks are in the playoffs. I need to watch this game. And it's funny because, like, my brother has, like, has, does not care about sports whatsoever. So the fact that I was like, yo, the Knicks are in the playoffs and like they haven't been in the playoffs in a few years. This is a fucking big deal. He was like, okay, like he <laughs> could care less. So I was like, I don't want to be a dick and be like, cancel. So I was like, fuck it, I'll go. And at first I was like, I'm going to take a Bluetooth headset and I'll have it in my ear and have the game on on my phone and just <laughs> listen while I'm, and then I'm like, come on, bro, really? You're going to listen to the game while you're trying to watch a movie. That's not going to work. So I did occasionally check the score. So I was like leaning back in my chair watching the movie. I'd look up at the phone, check the score occasionally. And, you know, so I was okay. But um, especially since we won. But, dude, I, I'm going to the show tonight or tomorrow night. And the goddamn Knicks are playing an elimination game that they could possibly move forward. I hope to God that they close out. I really do. Because right now Miami is three one on the Bucks, and if they beat the Bucks, bro, well, yeah, there's so. one team in the playoffs that I do not want to play, and it is the Miami Heat. I don't want anything to do with that team. Well, so I'm pulling for the Heat because I think the Celtics would fuck up the Heat. See, because so it's funny because a lot of people. Because if Miami not, closes out, if Miami does close out and wins, you guys, because I think you guys are going to close out, whether it's tomorrow or the next game. Yeah. I think you guys will. But we need you to guys do it face, tomorrow. You guys would face Philly. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I think because a lot of people are saying that it's going to be Miami. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how the nah, seeding. So the reason issue. would be is because. The way it works is the higher seed faces technically the lowest seed. Mm. Um, so that's kind of how that works. So that's why, like, if it was – so since they're the eight seed, they knock out the one seed, the Celtics are the two seed. So they would, they would have home playoffs throughout. But your Knicks fans are fucking wild, man. Like, I'm one. Like, I don't get butt hurt by fans. Like, right? Because everyone knows, like, Philly sports – are a bunch of fucking douchebags, right? That's just yeah. their character. Like, oh, yeah. That doesn't that doesn't bother me. Like obnoxious fans don't bother me. But you obviously guys, we, like you guys, know some Philly fans who are shout out Dan Dinkins, obviously, you know. Yeah. We know some who are a little more low key, but you know, we have yeah. seen some Yeah, exactly. 
But even Very then, like, being, just Philly like fans. living out in Cali, man, there are some asshole Dodger fans, like some insane Dodger. Like there, there's insane sports fans everywhere. But you guys, like winning Game Four, or we have Game Four to go up three to one, and the streets were insane. And like everyone bringing back the "Don't you wish you came to the Knicks?" And, like, yeah, so I love it. So like, I saw your tweet. If the Knicks won a, a title, I oh, no. really be the concerned. city will be on fire, bro. The city would be in flames. I swear to God, yeah, I'd be, I'd be concerned. Listen, and it's like the the fans, and I'm gonna be there, and I'm gonna be there. I'm flying down there, like it's gonna happen. I've told like my, my thing them. is the the fan in me wants my team to win, obviously, right? Like, do you not want your team to win? Yeah. But like, if you guys like, so you say this, like, so if there's any team I'd be cool with losing into the playoffs, it would be you guys, just because of how insane. It would be, especially because it's New York, Boston on top of that. Like, say that was the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, New York, New York might burn down making it to the finals. Yeah, listen, I, and just like I love all, I just love all the videos of your fans. Like, I, I just want to keep seeing it going. Like, I'm, I yeah. hope you guys win tomorrow because if you do, I'm just gonna keep refreshing Twitter to see. Well, Marshall here's the thing. Sports. I almost, it's like I almost want them to no. I don't even want to wish them to into existence, but I will say this. If for some reason they don't win tomorrow and they come back to the garden and then they win and eliminate the Cavs, it's it's going to be bedlam in the fucking streets. Like, 7th Avenue was shut down after the, the game a couple of days ago. Like, Sunday, the street was shut down. No one could do anything because there were just Nick fans Losing their mind everywhere, and I'm like, guys, it's it's a first round playoff game. Like the series is not even over, and you guys are out there like screaming and celebrating, like we just won two championships. You're like, you gotta relax. But it's listen, when you have a franchise that has been down in the dumpster for decades, this is what happens. This is what happens. All that pent up frustration and rage is now being turned into a uh, uh, you know, euphoria. So I'm telling you right now, bro, if the Knicks were to win a championship, it would be, uh, dude, I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to be there in the middle of it. And it's going to, be, I'm telling you the city, <laughs> they're going to burn the city down, bro. There's going to be fires, looting. People going to be getting shot, stabbed. There's going to be people jumping out of airplanes. It's going to be like, I, I don't know, bro. It's going to be insanity. Insanity. Yeah. I don't know. I can't wait. I love NBA playoffs, man. But yeah, that does do it now for us. Uh, yeah. I'll pull, yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Anicelli. Just leave out the eater or pasta part for the ones watching. Um, yes, most importantly, follow the show on Twitter at Wrestling Be Trash, on Instagram at Wrestling Is Trash, and on YouTube, most importantly, at Wrestling Is Trash. We thank you guys again for all the love we've been getting on the videos. All the views, we appreciate it. So like, subscribe, share, comment, the whole nine. Um, then I want to give my homeboy here a shout out, because as most of you know, I'm away on work assignment, as we call it. He's been putting in a lot of work. Usually, like, when I'm back home, like, I'll do the wet, I don't know, website, whatever. I'll do the audio side of things. He takes care of YouTube. He's been putting in all the goddamn work. The note, I just show up and kind of talk. So 
So I appreciate you. I want you to know that. I don't want you to think it goes unnoticed on my end. Um, no, I, I appreciate sure it. To carry, I will make sure to carry my weight. Um, we do it uh, for the trashians. Yes, for all of the trashians. We do it for you guys. Do it for you guys. And thank you guys so much. Like our, the last video, the solo Lukoa episode, dude, 213 that views. That's our, yeah. highest, our highest viewed video so far. And I think that I think New I Japan need to leave show, the show was pretty high, but you guys really, uh, you guys really came through on the last episode. And I uploaded a short for it, and that shit's got 822 views. So listen, mm-hmm. you guys are killing it. Thank you guys so much for joining us. You already know I'm Lou from the BX Host of Everything Podcast, co host of Wrestling is Trash. You can find my link tree in the Everything Podcast bio, or you can go to Wrestling is Trash on Instagram. Also, you can go there, hit the link in the bio, and you'll find everything there. Announcement. Uh, two announcements, actually. I said earlier in the show, there will be a unboxing video happening at some point tonight once I upload all this bullshit. And also, uh, tomorrow night, I will be at uh, Dynamite. So if you watch the social medias, I might go live. I might not. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Uh, but I might just go live for a couple minutes when I get there just to kind of look around. And Thursday is the return of the great Top rope, top rope Squishy Live AEW recap show, which I will be on. She's making her grand comeback. She's taken like two months off. Um, she asked me to come back and welcome her back to the show. So I need you guys to come over there to her channel, Top Rope Squishy, and follow her there so that we can welcome her back with open arms to uh, the world of the interwebs. So we're going to have a great time. It's going to be a podcast party. And uh, yeah, guys, listen, thank you guys so much for everything. And uh yeah. Enjoy wrestling. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on WIT. Peace.